Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Caitlin. Um, we are back for a new, hopefully improved season of With a Side of Crime. For many reasons, I took a very long hiatus from this podcast, um, but I hope to come back to it with renewed enthusiasm, um, hopefully to bring some light to some cases and bring some peace to some families, because that is ultimately what I want to do um, with this podcast. I thought long and hard about true crime as a form of entertainment for other people. Um, I thought about the ethics and the morals of it. Um, And ultimately what weighed out is the desire to bring light to cases that may not otherwise get a spotlight without shows like this one. Not to say that this show is so amazing. There are a lot of other amazing shows out there that do report on underrepresented cases and bring light to them, as they should, especially if you are going to monetize from a podcast or a blog based on true crime, um, because these are people's lives, and the least you should do is try to help bring some closure to the families. So with that being said, again, I am Caitlin. I am your ever-so-gracious host, and welcome to the show. This week's case um, is going to be focusing on a little girl who is part of the Blackfeet Nation. Her name is Arden Pepian. And this case was very frustrating simply because of the fact that the information surrounding Arden and her case is just practically non-existent. Which I've come to find out is actually the case with a lot of missing and murdered indigenous women and children, um, black women and girls who have gone missing or have been murdered, It's just so hard to find information, which is why that is the demographic that I would like to focus on for for most of my podcast. So I want to start off by telling you a little bit about the Blackfeet Nation, which is the tribe that Arden was a part of. Um, The Blackfeet were forced out of their ancestral lands by white advancement, of course, naturally. It's believed that they were one of the first tribes to go west. There are many stories about how they got their name, Blackfeet, but most likely the story is that their moccasins either turned black from their journey across the prairie to Montana, but there's also theories that they were painted black or darkened with ash, but no explanation as to why they would have done that. Their reservation is in northwestern Montana along the eastern slopes of the Rocky Mountains. The Blackfeet tribe is represented by more than 17,000 enrolled members with ancestral ties reaching back as far as Canada and have been around for more than 10,000 years. Members of today's Blackfeet tribe are descendants of the Blackfoot Nation. The Blackfeet Nation is actually several distinct tribes including Blackfeet, the Blood, the North Pegan, and the North Blackfoot. Arden Pepian was a young member of the Blackfeet tribe and she went missing when she was just three years old on April 22nd, 2021. So it's coming up on the um, two-year anniversary of that. Arden was last seen at 7 p.m. in the vicinity of Joe Show East off U.S. Highway 89 South on the Blackfeet Reservation. She disappeared from Browning, Montana. Arden was reported missing in April of 2021 after spending time with her uncle. Arden's uncle and his girlfriend were practicing shooting when they realized that Arden was nowhere to be found, but they did notice footprints leading to the river. Arbana, Arden's mother, said that she was so, so smart for a three-year-old. She loved music, and she loved making TikToks with her sisters. 
nearly every day for the past four months. They said that that's where she went in. Aaron Pepion has been searching. This is where police believe Arden went in the river? Yes. For his little girl. So far what we found is their coat and her boot. Three-year-old Arden Pepion went missing on April 22nd. She was last seen here in a remote area on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation in northwest Montana, where the man who was babysitting her claims she disappeared while he was practicing shooting his gun near the river. But after a formal search that lasted 10 days, Arden is still missing. Which is why Pepion and his neighbors have taken the search into their own hands. You think your own kids might end up disappearing. That's how bad it is. You know, we born our kids every day. My daughters, you know, you can't go here. You know, you might not come home. How common is it to know someone personally here who has gone missing? Very common. Very common. As Native Americans, we're forgotten. They were forgotten. What do you mean by that? They don't follow up with our our issues. They don't follow up with our missing. If you're murdered here, missing, they do their search or whatever they need to do, and that's it. That's the end of it. It's a story that has played out over centuries. In 2020, Native Americans made up 10% of active missing cases, even though they make up just 1.3% of the U.S. population. And on many reservations, Native American women are murdered at a rate 10 times the national average. It's the complexity of jurisdiction or response when somebody does go missing. There isn't anyone there to hold accountable or ask those questions to. Now, the federal government is taking steps to change that, creating the first missing and murdered unit formed at the federal level, launched by the nation's first Native American Secretary of the Interior, Deb Holland. This is a crisis that's been happening in our country since colonization and it's never gotten the attention the funding the the care that it's needed for the pepion family that attention can't come soon enough do you think you would have had more support from authorities if you were not a native family uh tell you the truth yes it seems like they're just like oh just another native death what are you hoping for I'm hoping to find her one way or another. In the end, justice, because she's just our baby. Justice for so many families like theirs. The Blackfeet Tribal Prosecutor's Office did make note that Arden was not reported missing until five hours after her disappearance. According to her uncle, this is because he and his girlfriend searched for Arden for hours after they noticed the footprints going into the river. It was determined that her situation did not meet the criteria for an Amber Alert, but the Montana Department of Justice issued a Missing and Endangered Person Advisory, so that's a a MEPA or EMPA. So the difference is that an Amber Alert is issued when there's an abduction of a child under 18 and that child is in danger of serious bodily harm or death. Um, A missing and endangered person advisory covers more situations than an Amber Alert. So, for example, if a child wanders away or has a disability that puts them in danger, or even if an adult gets abducted, they would get a missing endangered person alert. The formal search for Arden only lasted for 10 days. Searches yielded nothing except footprints leading into the river, as previously mentioned, and a boot believed to be Arden's. A year after that, people were still volunteering to help search for Arden in hopes that they'd find answers for her family. 
The police believe that Arden went into the river even though her body was never found. Her father told NBC News that since the disappearance, only her boot and her coat have been found, but there were no specifics given as to where exactly those items were found. Well, it has been just over two weeks now since a three-year-old girl was reported missing on the Blackfeet Reservation with no sign of her and the formal search for her wrapped up. As MTN's Coulter Ansett explains, her family is taking action. Just emotional and physical um, taking a toll on us. The days since April 23rd, when three-year-old Arden Pepion went missing on the Blackfeet Reservation have been anything but easy for her family. Pepion's grandmother, Irene Pepion, says her heart tells her Arden is dead, but that's not stopping the family from trying to find her. We've been going out there and just, you know, just going out there to try to just be close to Arden, you know, to just... We, we want Arden, we want our baby home. Local pastor and advocate for the Pepion family, Tammy Afterbuffalo, says the family is now working with an unspecified private company to continue to search for Arden. We're going to go in there very professional, and um, so we're going to go with their um, advice and their leads. And um, so we look forward to moving in the next few days. As KRTV has reported, the formal search for Arden lasted about a week, involving numerous state and local agencies and the diversion of a portion of the Two Medicine River. We just hope that this, you know, that the Lord reveals and everything be exposed, what needs to be, give us the resources that he gives us here as tools. The family also announced Monday that a reward for information that helps find Arden is being offered. But as of late Monday afternoon, the specific reward amount had not been announced. In Browning, Coulter Anstad, MTN News. So as you heard on the first news clip, a volunteer said that the community has no other help and no other resources besides each other. So that's who they rely on. Somebody else said that it's very common to know someone that has gone missing on the reservation or in the Native American community. In 2020, Native Americans made up 10% of open missing persons cases, despite only being 1.3% of the population. On some reservations across the country, indigenous women are killed at a rate of 10 times higher than the national average. The federal government created the Missing and Murdered Unit within the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Arden's father believes that her case would have gotten more attention if she wasn't Native American. And since the family wasn't receiving the help they needed, they hired a private investigator out of California. Arden's uncle and his girlfriend were charged in connection of her disappearance. Her uncle was charged with negligent endangerment and child endangerment. And his girlfriend, Kimberly Higgins, was charged with accountability for failures to notify within a reasonable time frame. In October of 2021, Arden's uncle pled guilty to the negligent endangerment charge. He was sentenced to nine months of house arrest and fined $500. However, the charges against his girlfriend were dropped. Indigenous communities continue to struggle with high rates of assault, abduction, and murder. Native Americans are four times as likely to go missing in the state of Montana, so resources allocated for investigations are more important than ever to these communities. There are currently over 4,200 missing and murdered cases that have gone unsolved, and over half of these are murder and non-negligent homicide. 
Many cases go unsolved due to the lack of investigative resources available. Lack of funds obviously can make it difficult to follow up on information, find new witnesses, or even re-examine evidence that is currently already in police custody. Unfortunately, that is all the information I was able to find related to Arden's case. And as I said, I did run into similar issues when doing research on other missing and murdered indigenous women. So if you are listening and you have a desire to help mitigate the violence and lack of acknowledgement for missing and murdered indigenous women and girls, you can look into these organizations. The National Indigenous Women's Resource Center, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women USA, and Native Women's Wilderness, and I will tag those on social media. I appreciate you listening to the show. If you liked it, please leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast at. If you didn't like it, well, maybe message me privately and we can talk a little bit. Um, But again, I am Caitlin, and I definitely appreciate you taking the time to listen. Thanks so much.